That's a $1.4,000 increase in one single month. Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the YouTube Business Academy podcast. My name is George. I'm joined by my co-host, Ron. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about our journey to $30,000 per month with YouTube automation slash YouTube search. We're going to be talking about are we hitting all-time highs? How is the revenue looking? Is it up? Is it down? Do we have any updates on affiliate marketing, invalid traffic? Do we have... Um, new recorders, new team? What are the challenges that are going on on our end with scaling this business? As usual, it's going to be a very interesting and insightful podcast. If you want to make money on YouTube, then this is the right podcast to you and you came to the right place. Let's start off with the classic by asking our dear friend Ron, how is he doing this fine day? Yes, I'm doing really good. It's getting a little bit colder here in the Netherlands, so that's the only thing I don't like. So I hope uh, we can go traveling uh, soon again. But overall, uh, business-wise, all going fine. Uh, YouTube channel is growing, revenue is growing, views are growing. Um, so that's that's really nice to see. Um, st still, because like my uh, like first, I was uploading so many videos like th before three months ago. I was uploading like three hundred videos a month, and since three months ago, I, I uploaded like forty. Like I mentioned this before in the, the previous podcast episodes, but the views are increasing, the revenue is increasing with less volume. And it still amazes me because like, I was literally that volume guy and now I'm slowly like more precise mm. with the keywords, improving on the quality and it's, it's just paying off. And it's also so, it's little stress as well, less videos, yeah. less things to manage, less keywords to find, uh, less freelancers to talk to, only yeah. need to do one payment to a freelancer. So. Yeah, I really like this new strategy and uh, yeah, it's paying off. Like my new lows, like in the weekends are now uh, around a hundred dollar. So that's like the new low. While like at maybe two weeks ago, my, my low was around 85, $80. So it's really increasing week by week. Um, so that's really amazing. I'm really happy with it. Uh, mm -hmm. Last month, autumn high, like the difference between the, the month before that was $900, so almost 1K growth within one month. And I did some calculations and it seems like I will have another like 1K, like next month will also be 1K higher than this month. So or like previous month, I think like those are calculations, of course, you'll never know how the RPM will go. But yeah, all pretty exciting things. Uh, how about you? I know your earnings have been up as well, so you probably want to talk <laughs> about them. How much did you make in September, by the way? How much did you close the month with? In total, a 3.1K. So not too bad. 3.1. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. That's pretty decent. Yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing. It's it's interesting to hear how, what do you say about the, the further we're going into the search game now, the more kind of precise we are becoming with each single video and i've been noticing that with myself as well of course at the end of the game at the end of the day you want to have as many videos on your channel as possible but at yeah. the same time you want to have as many great videos on your channel as possible as well and that is when the real that's what the real challenge is how do you outsource how do you automate and how do you scale a system that is able to produce high quality videos that focus on user satisfaction yep. and that deliver great value because my philosophy nowadays is like each video on your channel matters that's the way i will approach it because if you put effort into each single video and you make it great from all aspects 
the picture quality, the script quality, the audio quality, the thumbnail, like the delivery of the information, the information itself, if all of that aligns in the long term, you are going to win. And that's what I really like about it. And I treat it as like, like each video is a digital asset, but at the same time, right? I want to automate it and I want to scale it. So I want to get other people to help me make this content. And I don't want to just make one video a day. I want to make five, 10 videos, 15, as many videos as possible a day. But then once you start scaling, you start to run into problems, which we talked about in um, the podcast. Yeah, and budget, budget as well. Like you need to and manage budget the budget. Well. Yeah. 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 It's very easy because now I'm like kind of hiring people and it's growing and stuff. But, you know, I realized that soon enough, I need to also pay them. So I'm, I'm very careful. <laughs> yeah. Pay yourself. Sure, <laughs> yeah. Pay myself. And I'm looking at the bank account very carefully, making sure that, you know, I'm keeping the costs. Um, manageable but at the same time growing the team because i do want to reinvest everything yeah, um, get, so get, yeah. A, get a credit card by the way like you can even get like the american express green card i think it's mm -hmm. free but that way you can uh pay like american express 30 days later and you can already pay your freelancers so you have like 30 days um playroom basically okay so you, interesting you don't need to you don't need to have the money up front and you can already pay them that's how i do it as well just to improve the cash flow so okay just a small tip here interesting yeah. yeah okay i might consider that <laughs> um i closed september let me actually now change my currency here on youtube to us dollars uh because that's what we're more used to and it's so higher I, clo <laughs> <laughs> I closed september on three thousand and seventy six dollars uh from one channel and I'm exactly. I'm not even looking at the second channel because it's so low. I got my, it got so nerfed and it's not getting fixed. By the way, good news. Yeah. Um, invalid traffic. A lot of people got their fa uh, channels fixed, which I'm very big happy. Big people as well. In, in, big in, people in, in the space, space yeah. like big channels that were making ten, fifteen thousand dollars a month, got their channels fixed, which makes me super happy and relieved. Um, yeah, so they got hit. They didn't last for too long. And then their channel in the same day, which is funny, got recovered. So YouTube literally just can turn on and off, yeah. you know, your monetization, your skippable ads like that, right? Which is no secret, of course. But yeah, it's, it's good news that uh, many people got recovered. But then some people I also heard recently in the Discord were discussing that, you know, they got nerfed. So, and I haven't, my channel hasn't been recovered. So, yeah. yeah. Let's see. They, don't, they need to fix it eventually. So Yeah, they need to fix it because we are not doing any invalid traffic, YouTube. We are good boys and girls. <laughs> um, talking about all-time highs, I hit another all-time high on the weekend. So my all-time high was $162.5 on the 30th of September, which is exciting. Can you uh, my... explain, by the way, why are your all-time highs always in a weekend? <laughs> <laughs> that is, is there my a little... trick I'm, I'm missing something here yeah that is my little trick <laughs> well i'm actually looking forward to weekends now because yeah you know i have some videos that are uh that are Up performing really yeah that they they just get crazy spikes of uh views and stuff on the weekends and they have very high rpms uh because of all the things we've talked about audience right i'm targeting a specific audience i'm going after the older people Etc. Etc. Ah, so now I know. Okay, I know I need to know. change my thinking as well a little bit. Because, <laughs> because in a weekend I have those dips, you know, you need to balance yeah. them out a little. So yeah. 
30 of September, 162 and a half dollars. Um, my lows are about $130. Now it dipped a little bit to 115. Um, so yeah, but it's fine uh, because the views dropped a little bit as well. It kind of fluctuates, but I'm, you know, uh, looking at the long picture because basically I know that the work I'm doing now is gonna show results in two to three months. You know, that's when the videos are, are going to like rank. That's when the videos are going to start making me money. And that's when it's going to also snowball. So the results I'm having now are not because of the work I did last week. You know, the, these are these are the results that I have because I did of the work two months ago, you know, during the summer. And now they're starting to show. And it's also really motivating. But it, at this point, it's just a matter of you know, <laughs> continuing going forward, you know, not, not focusing too much on the dips and just staying the course and just staying true to what's, uh, what, what to your philosophy and what needs to get done basically. Yeah. That's important. But like, like it, it's for the listener or the viewer, it's important to keep in mind, like the, like the videos you posted two months ago, they're now bringing in the revenue. So it's important to keep in mind that this is like a long-term game and yeah. like, I, I, I said it to somebody else as well this week. Um, we are saying like it's a long-term game. To get some decent results, you need to look maybe six to 12 months ahead to earn a, earn a couple thousand uh, a month at least. Mm. But still, six to 12 months is not that long. Like if you consider it, like for an yeah. actual, because you will probably be able to get a full uh, full income by in six to 12 months. $3,000 a month is, is easily achievable if you know a little bit what you're doing and you have a passive income then after the, the, those 12 months of like 3k a month and that, that that's crazy that can already pay for your bills and you can already live pretty freely so yeah i was thinking like six to 12 months it's not even that long-term thinking yeah and like it's crazy because it starts snowballing so for example yeah. in august i made 1.6 thousand dollars and then in september i made three thousand dollars that's a $1.4,000 increase in one single month. Hey, quick interruption. Do you dream of escaping the nine to five job and living a life of freedom? Well, if you are a regular listener, then you know that Ron and I, we're all about YouTube search and it's given us the financial freedom to live life on our own terms. Now, if you're ready to take your YouTube game to the next level, we've got something special for you, a free training that can help you get there. So if you're serious about making money with YouTube search, then check out the free training by clicking the link down in the show notes or in the description of this video. Now let's get back to the podcast. Yeah, that's crazy. It's double. That's insane. Almost. Yeah, yeah, literally it's almost double. Yeah. And that's excluding all the affiliate commissions that I'm getting as well, which are stacking up. By the way, talking about affiliate marketing, you sent me a video on the weekend. Yeah. Which was like a... I think it was by Metix Media and it yeah, was like a complete tutorial about affiliate marketing, like a three-hour video or stuff. And he and the guy just, his name is Simon, by the way, Simon, if you ever uh, find this video by accident, <laughs> let's be Join friends. The podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Join yeah. the podcast, come talk. Um, but he said, he showed his um, dashboard of impact.com which is an affiliate network that I'm also part of. You're a part of as well. There's many big brands. Uh, it's one of the biggest affiliate networks out there. Just like Shopify is on there, et cetera. And that Simon is making over $100,000 per month with on impact alone, okay? 
And he's saying that the reason he's able to do that is because he's just fully focused on affiliate marketing. That's it. Of course, he has different sources of traffic. Um, he has his YouTube, but I think his main driver is his blog, which I don't know his blog, but I would assume that because in that affiliate marketing, he's teaching about the blog marketing. But point is, affiliate marketing can be scaled crazy like crazy it's a long-term game as well you know you need three five years to reach that you know six figures a month but it is so i'm trying to come up with words but it's very lucrative right and so after watching that video i didn't watch the whole video because the video is basically divided into two parts uh the first part of the video he's explaining how to set up a website and all this and i was not interested in that so i skipped to the part where he's talking about his strategy with affiliate marketing and that's when I got a lot of useful things for myself, actually. I don't know if you watched it, but I I went through the, the things there. Dude, it is so interesting the way he does it, like how he uses ChatGPT, how he creates the blog posts, um, how he researches which uh, topics and keywords to make, uh, what kind of video topics there are. Basically, everything that I've been doing on my YouTube channel, he's just like also laying it out there. And I was like, okay, like I've got a really good feeling, but that I'm doing everything correctly. But at the same time, uh, also what he said about is like really focusing down because on the affiliate marketing, because what I've been doing lately is I've been kind of, you know, making videos about affiliate marketing. And then I was also making videos about, you know, just the ones I know are going to grow my ad revenue as well. But right now I've kind of shifted my strategy a little to where I'm only going to be making videos for affiliate marketing. I've been, I went through every single affiliate network. Well, not, I started with one, which was CJ. I've applied to all the affiliate programs and I, I got the links, so now I'm going to just get, get all the links. Then for each program, one by one, I do keyword research. I got a very interesting, and then for those keywords, I'm going to create the videos. And I got a very interesting term, which we have been talking a lot about on the podcast, but we just didn't know the specific term for it. And ladies and gentlemen, get ready, take your seat, because this is a very important concept. And it's a very important term. And it is called transactional content when i say um, that what do you what what do you what, what kind of an idea do you get about it ron i think uh what it is is that you have a, 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 not yet a consumer but he's he's yeah he's a consumer to be basically but he needs some conviction mm -hmm. and i towards a product or a service that he wants to maybe buy and that the content in the middle that we provide that video to convince the, the viewer to buy that product or service. That's what I think yeah. it is. Yes. So you and I, we've been talking a lot about how there's a customer journey, right? If you, if you kind of draw a little graph and on the far left is, you know, he doesn't know anything about it, about the company or whatever. And then on the far right is he is becoming a customer of that specific, you know, business. So, and, and on this path of him becoming a customer, he's consuming different types of contents, okay? First, he's maybe getting, first, he maybe hears about it, right? Then he starts researching about it. Then he watches some tutorials about it, right? And then he's like, okay, I want to start with 
email marketing, for example, but I don't know which one to go for. I kind of like MailChimp, but I also like Active Campaign. Yeah. Right. So right before he's about to make a purchase on one or the other, he looks up MailChimp versus Active Campaign. He watches that video. And so it's called transactional content because right after watching that video, he's going to make his decision about which one he's going to go for. And that is where we want to be. We want to be, we want to be making transactional content right before the person is going to be making a purchase. Because number one, uh, those companies know it. And so they're bidding a lot higher for the for that uh, content to be in front of it, which means your RPMs are going to be much higher. Yep. Second of all, your conversion rate into an affiliate commission is going to be much higher as well because you're getting the person right in, in the exact right moments before he's about to make the purchase. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense. But you need to keep in mind that you're, I think, to to pick topics that have a high RPM, uh, have a high RPM. Because like some, so, for example, if you would compare WhatsApp to Telegram, it'll be very low RPM. So yes. the, the companies or software tools that you are comparing, the customer value to them needs to be really high. I think that that's something to keep in mind. But I agree, comparisons 100%. work really well. And you can make and a lot of variations. Yeah, and like, think about it this. Okay, that's a great example. You talked about, okay, WhatsApp versus Telegram. Why wouldn't RPM on those videos be high? There, there is no business case for them, basically. WhatsApp is yeah. free, Telegram is free. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Like. To, to the transaction that happens, it's free. The person can just go on the app store, download Telegram, download WhatsApp, and boom, right? It's that's it. But if a person is deciding, you know, to spend a one thousand dollars with this company or spend a thousand dollars with this company, you bet that's a valuable transaction. Yeah, or also with certain software. For example, it's like a software that's like one hundred dollars a month, and mm -hmm. the company just knows on average a customer stays for twelve months. Then that customer is, is worth to them $1,200. So they can spend up to $1,200 on the acquisition to get that customer. So that's how you should exactly. think with those comparisons. Yeah. 100%, brother. You got it exactly right. And I think we are moving in the very good direction with this. So the takeaway here is that I'm very focused on affiliate marketing. And I'm going to be doing more of it because the video you sent me of Simon slash Metics Media has inspired me a lot. And God forbid anything happens with my channel or invalid traffic or whatever. Knock on wood. Knock, knock, knock. Again. <laughs> as well. Then I'm still going to have those views that are going to be generating me, right? Because I want to diversify my income. And affiliate marketing is a great way to diversify uh, my income. And by the way, in our program that you and I have launched, we have a separate module that I did where I break down the whole affiliate marketing strategy, basically, you know, all the networks, how to sign up to the programs, um, how to research the keywords, how to make the, the content, basically all of that, right? So I think it's also a really valuable um, module there as well. Uh, talking, sure. stay, staying, staying on the whole affiliate thing, um, I actually got one company that reached out to me, which is also pretty cool. So once you start doing more of them, some of them are going to start reaching out to you as well and offering like to promote for you to promote them. So then you don't even need to kind of research them anymore. Well, of course you do, but they're going to start reaching out to you 
And so once they do, number one, of course, it's an auto, uh, it's a, it's like an automatically they exception to the program. And then second of all, I once, I also went ahead and I asked, um, what kind of keywords they are ranking for, for their website. And she just gave me a bunch of keywords. So now all I have to do is just plug those keywords into my management sheets, get those videos created, uh, and then boom, right? I'm off to the races. Um, so that's pretty interesting as well. And by the way, one interesting uh, takeaway here is that like, I've been focusing on the US a lot for my content and for the affiliate marketing, but there are other countries out there who have similar industries yep. that have... Okay. Canada. Exactly. Yeah. That have similar industries, right? They might have lower prices, but they have less competition in the market. So which means that you can get a bigger piece of the share, which means that that can balance basically it out. So think outside the box. Yeah. Quick question here. Like talking about competition, how do you deal with competition yourself? That's a great question. I don't deal with competition. <laughs> that's my short, Let's end that's my, short, <laughs> my short answer is I don't deal with competition. I take the approach of Jeffrey Bezos, where he he was giving this interview back in the day, like back in the, the beginning of 2000s, where he's like, you know, you, a business can be competition focused, where they're basically always looking out and what the competition is doing and trying to, you know, uh, be better than them. But then and then the other approach to business is customer centric, right? And that's where you're basically just ignoring the, the, the competition and you're just focusing on the customer and satisfying the customer as much as possible, right? And in our case, we've talked about it before, the customer is the viewer of our content, whatever it is, right? And the way to satisfy that viewer is to deliver the best possible content possible, right? And then you understand, okay, well, what's the value of our content? Well, the value of our content is to deliver information, answer questions, provide tutorials, right? Make comparison videos, whatever it is that you're doing, right? Whatever people are searching for. So then if you do, if you just focus on providing like the best possible experience for your viewer, you are always going to win, right? I don't really like the idea about, oh, YouTube is an algorithm that, kind of promotes higher average view duration. Uh, so that's why I got to have my videos longer. So I tell my freelancers, my workers to drag out the video to make it longer. Is that really how you would like to be treated? Like if you would be the viewer, if you just want to know how to withdraw crypto from Revolut, do you really want the guy to talk about his family dog or say some irrelevant stuff? No. If I was the viewer, I want to I want to know, I want to hear, I open the video and I want to hear in this video I'm going to show you how to withdraw crypto from Revolut. Step number 1, step number 2, step number 3. Thanks for watching. Hope it was helpful. Subscribe. Boom. Done. Yeah, I agree. And I think also if you look too much at the competition, it it, it also means like if you do things the competition also does, you're always one step behind, but yeah. it also shows that you're not sure about what you're doing. So you need the help or the ideas from someone else only to keep moving forward. And that will never work on the long term, in my opinion, because you always will stay behind those people. So yeah. especially if you're seeing some progress with your channel already, then you know you're on the right path. You should just continue what you're doing. Um, 
Yeah, I, I have the same thing. Like, I don't look at competition at all. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I was telling it to you today. Like, I'm, I'm busy with the rebranding. Like, I'm probably going to show my face on my channel so everybody could, can see my channel. Because I, I, I just want to make a switch to make it more professional and also mm -hmm. towards uh, companies reaching out to me for brand deals. Like, if yeah. the channel has no face or no good branding or no high-quality videos, they probably will never want to work with me with brand deals or, or other offers. So that's a switch I uh, I made this week. Mm -hmm. And yeah, some people are like very careful about, about sharing their channel. And like you have the same, you have just your name on your channel and you don't really care yeah. as well. Yeah. Because you, just, you know what you're doing and you're getting the results anyway. So yeah. yeah, people can go ahead and copy me, right? Like I don't worry about that too much because what I really focus like, and if you worry about that, then like Ron said, you're probably doing something wrong because if you just worry about getting better at finding what people are searching for online that's a that's the first thing and then the second thing you worry about is how you can best serve those people with your content which in this case happens to be video content hosted on youtube if you just focus on those two things the world is going to open up to you yeah it's really simple basically but you yeah. just need to find your own way in how to find those keywords and how to serve those videos. Yeah. It can be challenging sometimes. And there are no shortcuts, by the way. There's no shortcuts. Like, there's no shortcuts to making great videos. There's no shortcuts to learning how to find uh, what people are searching for. There's, there's none of it, right? It's just putting in the work, looking at the data, putting in the hours, and then repeating the process. But then I have an, an additional question. Do you think this business model is suitable for everyone then? Well, that's a good question. And I think yes, because I was actually <laughs> in the sauna with Hessel oh. yesterday. And I was looking at this. And I like there was a kid in the sauna as well. He was maybe like 12 or something. He's in school like very, pretty early. And I was like, man, if I was this kid now, all I would do is I would just do the, the, the things that were required of me, which was like go to school and do my homework. But then I would just start a channel and I would <laughs> and I would obsess. I would obsess so hard. I would just sit there. I would ask my parents to get me a microphone for my birthday. I would ask them to get me a camera. Well, slowly over time, get some lights. I would turn my room into a little studio and I would just be obsessed with creating content faceless with face but why it doesn't, like it doesn't you matter have, you have no urgency as a kid your bills are getting paid you're just going to school you're playing video games like dude it doesn't matter it's like <laughs> it's just a game it's a game this is a game yeah, itself yeah, yeah. Like, i agree but it's a game that. it's a game with adult currency adult currency is money and over a sudden you have this game where you can make content which is fun right i don't know if that's considered fun among many people but to me it is, and then you post it, and then if those videos are good, you're gonna get rewarded with adult currency, which is like money, which is insane, right? Yeah, so yeah, I was like, is. damn, if only this kid knew what I knew right now, and like had that kind of obsession mentality, I would just go, you know, finish school, quickly do the required things of homework, and then just make videos, you know? And, how, and, the, and the benefit that that kid has over me is that he's so young, that he can just take his sweet time and he is still going to be way further ahead by the time he reaches 27, 28 years old than I am, right? 
but then what are the chances that he's going to discover YouTube search or YouTube? Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. Like, what do you ah, think? I got you. <laughs> what do you think, man? What do you uh, do? You think this is a suitable uh, business for all people? Um, like the business itself works for everybody, basically. Like if you if you put in the work, if you understand the keyword research, which is not so difficult if you just do it a couple of weeks, for example, just put the hours in. I think everybody can do it if you put the hours in. And that's, I think, what most people don't do. I think with keyword research, a lot of people think, ah, I just go for these keywords. I think they're good. And they, they pick the most average broad keywords out there that everybody is doing. Um, so then they won't succeed. And I think what a lot of people also have right now is that they can think like six to 12 months ahead. Not a lot of people can do that in this with within our generation. It's not mm -hmm. going too fast, so they quit too early. Yeah. So if, if you're if you don't have that mentality and if you are able to put in the hours and maybe make the videos yourself first or collect some money to hire some freelancers and slowly bit by bit you're learning the process of publishing videos, finding keywords and seeing those videos actually rank, bring in views and revenue. So you're understanding the game better and better. Then I think everyone can do it. But there are just some I, it's it counts, I think, for every business. You need to put in the hours first and then take the leap and then keep working, keep working until you see some results. And those results will motivate you even more to keep working. And it's like a flywheel. But yeah. to come in that flywheel, it takes a little bit of sacrifice, some time. And mm -hmm. yeah, the people that are that want to invest that time and sacrifice, those people will succeed. But unfortunately, in like yeah, nowadays. Not a lot of people in like in our generation have the time or the sacrifice or want to want to make the time or the sacrifice basically, and those people won't succeed, which is fine. But I think yeah, that that's how I think about it. I don't know. Well, you know, I think it's actually a good thing for us because yeah, of course, <laughs> you we know, don't look at competition <laughs> because if you are the rare individual who can discipline himself who can put things into perspective in terms of time, in terms of how long things take, and you can commit to something, right? If you don't have commitment issues, then the world is your oyster, especially with this business model, like Ron said. And you know, you mentioned an interesting thing that sparked an idea here is about how, oh, if you, you can also save up some money and then hire freelancers. Even that is not how it sounds as in like, Oh yeah, you just give them the tasks and they, they complete it and then you know complete it perfectly and then you just upload and it works. No, it's not like that. <laughs> you can use money as a leverage to buy people's time and skills and whatever, but then your job over sudden becomes managing people. Yeah. So then you have to um you have to give feedback to those people about their work. Yeah, and, and so also but to interrupt, also be yeah. able to hire the right freelancer. Like that's also a whole process, you know, yeah. to hire the right freelancer to screen them and to 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 know that they're they're on the right position, which is also pretty difficult, especially in the beginning. Like I have had so many freelancers, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, same. Like yeah, it, it's a it's an ongoing process, and even when you think you found an amazing person, still they complete the work. And you're like, mm, this is not really to my liking. So then you have to go and review the video, review the whatever that they're doing, the editing, 
right? Then you have to give them feedback. You have to wait for them to reply. And this is this is where the patient comes patience comes in, because you're like, okay, I'm gonna do the work. That's it. You know, you write, you order the thing, you um, give them feedback, and then they might take like 12 hours to respond yeah. to you with the feedback. What the question is, what are you going to do in those 12 hours as you're waiting for your freelancer to respond to you about the feedback you gave them? Right? You know what I mean? Do you yeah. have other things that you can pre preoccupy yourself with work, or are you just gonna be like, you know, you can also go crazy? Like, that's what I had in the beginning as well, where I was like, oh, I gotta now wait. So then I was trying to feel productive by keeping myself busy, trying to learn something. And then I was just getting like going crazy because I was just in this like endless cycle of, ah, you know, it's, it's really hard, you know? Yeah, but some freelancers, like when I had my uh, my browse channel, like with YouTube automation as well, I think you, you've heard this story because we were on Bali then, I think. Mm. I had such an amazing video editor. Like the video was was really good, like really nice editing. The storytelling was good. The, the music, everything matched. That was his first video. And I was like, okay, with this video editor, we will make it. And I, I paid him also a little bit uh, more on a premium, premium side for browse videos, like, $125, something like that. And mm. we published the videos. Three days later, he messaged me. Yeah, I, I saw the video, didn't got any views or not, not so many views. I'm quitting. And I'm like, yeah. like it, it's so demotivating. And I'm like, yeah. I am here paying you $125. And yeah. <laughs> like you are complaining. And that day he left me. And I, I, I sent him a message. Yeah, I think you, you know what kind of message that was, but like, that doesn't really matter. Yeah. But that's like those kind of people you also need to deal with. You're like $125 down. Your video is not performing well. Well, it's even amazing. You're like, you're, you're all convinced about your video. Yeah. And, uh, and then your freelancer is also leaving you. <laughs> like, kind of things. Yeah, it's you funny because it. like, you're the one who is taking the risk by yeah. kind of laying, laying cash up front, right? So yeah, it's, it's, it's a process. It's a process. You need to commit to it. You need to do it, and you need to like go through it. It's uh, it's scary, but the flip side, like once you get through it, and like it's you will never get fully through it. Like you're, it's always kind of like a thing that you're working on. But once it starts getting better, it really starts getting better because think about it. Like, what's the average salary in the Netherlands or in Finland? I think it's around two point. 2k here. that's net be, uh, after tax yeah, net. yeah, yeah. 2.2 after tax bro you made 3.1 already last month from adsense alone excluding affiliates and i did as well yeah and and it's increasing like like great like a thousand dollars each single month and it's now. increasing yeah. like crazy and this is just the beginning i'm just getting started now after seven years, I'm just getting started. <laughs> yeah, took some time. If you, took like seven time. years ago, had someone in your network that's like, George, you now need to start with YouTube search. Oh, Dude, if, so if seven time. years ago, someone sat down with me like this on a table like this, right? And they were like, they just took a piece of paper and they're like, okay, listen up. This is what you're going to do. You're going to open up a channel. You're going to start making search videos. It doesn't matter which search videos you make. People are going to search. the party. <laughs> No, seven years ago, I was already like committed okay, to the okay. thing. I was I was already out of the party. I started I started partying pretty early, so I got it out of my system early as well. Good. Yeah, and uh, if they just sat down with me, kind of laid out the whole blueprints, dude, 
I would be, I don't know, I'd be making probably over 100K right now, more probably. Yeah, more, yeah, yeah. Most likely, most likely more than 100K in seven years for sure. Um, so that's that. Um, two more last things I want to touch upon before we leave. Um, so I've been complaining before about WISE, uh, their affiliate program not paying out. I was like, oh, I, I, I drove so many people to their business and they're not paying me out. Well, guys, I take my words back. WISE is great. They've been paying me out a lot lately. And it's just amazing because they're just kind of like, hey, um, you've scored another 90 euros for you know getting people to send money with WISE and inviting them. I'm like, oh, great. And now these emails coming in like more and more. So that I just go to wise kind of click claim reward and then they just deposit 90 euros 90 euros 90 euros and it's great it's like you know now i can just apple pay and i have like some money there which just came kind of passively which is a very good feeling um so that's that and lastly is i have a new recorder coming back to the whole freelancing idea um the guy is from canada i'm paying him a little bit on the higher end because he is using his camera. How he much? is using his microphone. I am paying him about 23 euros, about 25, $26 per video. That's fine. It's not bad. Like if the quality yeah. is, is really good, you have a camera, thing is yes. worth it in the long term. He has a camera. He has, he's Canadian, so he has a, a, like a great accent. Yeah. And he has a good microphone, like a professional one. Here is my tip for you. Find a small YouTuber who has under 5K subs, even less than that, who has equipment, but who hasn't figured out the YouTube game and be like, yo, make videos for me, I'll pay you. <laughs> Forget about your channel. <laughs> really? Is, is, really? That how, is that the way you, you found him? Or I found him, from up, I found him through wow. Upwork, but the guy has his own channel. So when I saw that, I was like, that's my guy. But I so think then, there is some risk that he will also will start a search channel if he sees that. That's no risk for me. That's no risk no, for me. No, but then he will leave. That's the only downside, I think. Well, it's uh, natural cycles of life. Like, hey, if listen. you were him, you know what you would do. Listen, like, I'm paying him cash up front. Hey, you make 10 videos, I pay you $250. Right? And he gets, yeah. you know, the saying is, uh, a bird in hand is better than two in the bushes. Same yeah. thing here. Like a cash up front is nice. I'm taking risk. I don't know if those videos that he's making are going to rank or not. There's a high chance. <laughs> you do know. There's a That's high chance. Research, yeah. <laughs> There's a high chance they will rank, right? But what if they don't? Yeah, that's true. But like, uh, I lose money. Percent. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah, we're, we're like now in a good position. Like we can afford, uh, like we can afford it to lose on some videos, which of course you yeah. always will. But that's yeah. nice when you have some cash flow coming in. Yeah. Dude, if you would have asked me like three months ago or something, would you hire a guy to, for $25 a video just for the recording for like a five, six minute video? I'd be like, dude, are you crazy? Now it's like I have money to work with. And I'm like, yeah, I think it's a good investment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it changes quickly. Yeah. yeah. But I think your approach, what you're doing now with the channel as in, um, you know, a little rebranding, a little philosophy change, a little strategy change, I think it's, it's going to play out really well for you. Yeah, also, you're more focusing on affiliate marketing. What I'm doing with the, with the freelancer right now that I'm working with for a couple of months now, I'm going to focus more on, like, on digital marketing and like sub-niches within digital marketing 
because that way he will also get more knowledgeable about those topics. So he will be able to deliver even better tutorials because he covered those kind of angles multiple times already. Right. So that's also what I'm doing with him. So upping the, the video quality, but also knowledge wise going like a little bit more deep. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to leave you guys with one kind of idea. It's like, if you make one very good video trying to outrank someone like Metix Media for something like a Google Ads complete tutorial, and that video over time ranks, and you get consistent search traffic, that one video is going to make you so much money because the RPM for that is insane and there's consistent search traffic. Google ads will be around for a very long time. So yeah, the idea here is focus on the quality and focus on each single video. And then once you figure that out, then try to figure out how to increase the quality of that. It just makes much more sense economically and financially. Well, at least that's what I figured out so far. Great takeaway. Great ending. Yeah. All right. Ron, thank you so much for your time, energy, and you effort. Too. And thank you guys so much for watching, listening, and subscribing. And we'll see you yes. in the next week's episode. Bye.